þú ert að hlusta á alvarpið á nútímanum. yourself that wasn't true that wasn't true yeah 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 um that, yes i realize we're recording mm-hmm. um <clears throat> actually there was a, a little period last year where um i noticed that i heard that um every time i was at kiki which for those listening who don't live in iceland is iceland's only gay bar every time i was at kiki if i kissed somebody or even if i walked yeah. down the stairs at the same time as them I had sex with them. Yeah, yeah. So people just assumed that kind of stuff. But I think when it when it comes to lying, I get really annoyed. Um, I get really defensive if I know that what someone's saying is not true. Mm-hmm. Like it, it yeah. it's one of the one things that really does bug me. Does yeah, really it get does, to me. Yeah, it's it's the same. Or here. like if someone hears that I said something about them and I didn't. Mm-hmm. I want to know who, who they found it out from and I will not stop until I find out. The really frustrating thing about that is when you hear like lies about yourself, even if they're like small lies and don't yeah. matter, I mean, there's still lies mm. and you have to like, def- you, have, you feel the need to defend yourself and then you get kind of too defensive. Yeah, people, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you think the lady doth protest too much. And that's that's exactly... And I remember this young... Like when I was a child, if my mum thought I was lying about something, she would just do this thing where she'd go look me in the eye and tell me that. And she pulled this weird fucking face. And of course it would make me smile because she looked like an idiot. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then she'd go, see, you were lying. And I would just... It would really bug me. And I would... I would that's... I'd use my, you know, 10-year-old detective skills to make sure and I would not rest for the next month until I could prove to her that she was wrong and I wasn't lying. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's where I, I discovered never underestimate the powers of spite. No, it's, uh, it's, a, it's <clears throat> a powerful thing, spite, man. Mm, but lies, yeah. I, I, I've, uh, I've heard lies about... I, I have you heard lies more about me? More, actually. About you? No. No. About no. you. What have you heard about you? Um, I've just, uh, I've heard stories that I've cheated on girls that I uh, didn't cheat on. Yeah. I've heard, um, yeah, I've, I've, I've heard all sorts of stories. Actually, it's just, uh, it's just, it's always something really minuscule, but it's just weird to hear it. Mm. Does it eat away at you? Uh, it does, but I try to ignore it. It's just, it has happened more and more, like, just b- with becoming, like, more, more of famous, a, more, more of a yeah. celeb. Yeah. And, hey, the, the people love to knock down those tall poppies. 
So all you've got to do to get it, I, I learned this from, uh, I can't remember, it was <laughs> obviously such a great celebrity, I forgot their name. <laughs> um, but uh, this woman, she's an actress, she once said to me, um, she's Australian, she said, uh, all you have to do to get more enemies is become better at what you do. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think the the bad thing, uh, what you shouldn't do when dealing with uh, rumors and gossip is, yeah. is make a deal out of it. Because, yeah. And when it comes down to it, it's, I mean, it's their problem. Mm -hmm. I mean, if they're so interested in something you supposedly did or didn't do, it's, it's them who have uh, less... To talk about and think about, I don't know. I found out recently that that um uh, uh, there are some people who are sick of me. Yes, please tell me about that. <laughs> so I have to speak cryptic, cryptic, cryptically. <laughs> I can't remember complex English. Cryptically, I have to speak cryptically. Um, so there's obviously pride just happened, mm -hmm. and during that week I was you know doing gigs all the mm -hmm. time. Um, so I will say this in a way that people will be able to work out what I'm talking about, uh -huh. but, uh, I'm not directly saying it. There was a certain event that was going to happen during Pride Week. It did not happen. Um, but in the running up, in the organizing of that event, um, uh, apparently my name had come up a few times to host it. Right. Because, you know, without sounding too cocky, when it comes to gay and this country, yeah. and you need a host, who are you going to call? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The, the, the Duff Buster. The Duff Buster. That's right. And, um, and I found out that uh, apparently the organizer of this particular event, which is not associated with Pride, it's an, a private mm -hmm. event, um, the organizer of this event said, no, I don't want him. And they asked why. And this person said, <clears throat> he's too in right now. Oh, he's too in. He, I, I was like, <laughs> I've never been in. I mean, I remember when I was too in. I, yeah. I envy you. How did you deal with it? Oh, I was. Yeah, I, 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 I just waited it out, and now I'm just. Uh, I, I wouldn't say has been, but I am uh, uh, just a regular thing. You're not an it girl. I'm not an it girl. I think that's no. what it was. Is yeah. like you know when someone's new and fresh and. Mm. And it's like, it's been over a year. I don't think I'm that fresh. You're not that fresh. I mean, you've got some bruises. <laughs> you've got some brown bruises, you banana. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with I this. don't know where you're going you're, with you're like, you're, you're like a soft peach. I'm a soft peach. <laughs> soft peach. But that was, that was a nice moment for me because... You're I've, a smelly mish. I've never smelled... Oh, <laughs> I'm curdled. You're a dubious hot dog. Oh. <laughs> A sticky piece of salmon. Yeah. If you, but I would think I'm gonna. Th I, I think you're more of a Twinkie, which means uh, you you last forever. Is it why? Oh, you, that's that's a really great compliment. You think that I'll survive like an apocalypse? Yeah, you could. You, I'm like share. Yeah, you could survive the apocalypse. You, if if there is an apocalypse, you would be Tina Turner in Mad Max Three. Yeah. 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 What's love got to do? Yeah. Got to do with One it. day, cock of the you, walk, next is, day, a feather duster. Do you think that's because I can reinvent? Is that why you think? I think you're a survivor. I'm a survivor. <laughs> <laughs> 
And on that note, <laughs> I'm an Australian. And I am an Icelandic person. And we are Australia! Australia, we're on the broadcast <laughs> on the internet. Things at the same time. I think we should change the whole thing about singing at the same time because it's confusing. So I have a suggestion. What's that? That we sing at different times. That that by that I mean like a musical like this. Yes, I should say one thing, and you should say the, the other thing. Exactly, and once in a while it will rhyme. Like time. Yes, not no, like time. No, no. Yeah. But yeah. That's, we could try that next yeah, time. Let's, let's do, let's yeah. do Are you time. inspired after watching Improvisland last night? <laughs> no, yeah, probably. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I, th- I think so. Yeah, when I was watching Improvisland, whenever they didn't rhyme, I was going, Ugh! Because you've written a musical. I have written a musical. You have. Yes, with uh, many songs about uh, about abortion. And poop? And mm, No, but there were some poop was, jokes there. there is, is, is that like, you know, when, when Picasso was going through his blue face? You know, it was, it was pre-poop. It, yeah, it was pre well it's always been poop. But uh, <laughs> I was the it was a it was a science fiction musical about uh, a teen pregnancy mm-hmm. and abortion. And uh, oh, it sounds I, like a family hit. It was it was great and the that the mom the, the parents were divorcing, the mom was going uh, uh, participating in the bachelor and the dad has a chronic uh, like uh, masturbation addiction and he was going blind because he was masturbating so much oh. and uh, he later gets an upgrade so he can fuck machines so he like rapes toasters and ovens and stuff and uh, and uh, the teenage daughter she goes uh, and, and her, her little brother has the bird flu which mm. later was the swine flu when uh, um, when it was done again in some college this, mm-hmm. this musical mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the girl goes and has an abortion, but the, the the doctor he like gets himself shrinked down like an inner space, and he goes inside her and finds with a with a laser pistol to fight to fight the fetus. He fights the fetus. Yeah, he, he confronts the fetus and has a conversation actually uh, with the fetus, but he he with the intent of uh, and, shooting. And, and you won an award for this? No, I won the award for the play before this. <laughs> What was that about? That was about uh, everything. That was about uh, drugs, uh, drug abuse, and sexual abuse, and domestic violence, and Santa Claus uh, murdering his family uh, after his wife cut off his penis. But he wasn't really Santa Claus. He was just a guy wearing a Santa Claus outfit, and a family that was raised by a hippie and a gorilla, and uh, a car crash, and the. Uh, the play starts with the cure for AIDS getting lost, somebody smoking the cure for AIDS, smoking like the formula <gasps> in a joint. And uh, uh, it has, uh, yeah, all sorts of crazy shit. It what award a, did you win? The Playwright of the Year. Wow. Mm-hmm. I haven't won anything less after that. Th- that was in my uh, in period when mm. I was uh, the it girl. Oh wow! Yeah, then I wa- then I won the award. I think <clears throat> I won it because I was uh, like happening and fresh. So I've got to I've got to win an award, and then I'm not in anymore. 
Yeah, then you will go out of style for 10 years. You 10? Can... Yeah, I've, I've been out of style for 10 years. You're not out of style. You're in the newspaper every other no, week. No, I'm like, I'm like heavy metal. It's never really in. But, but everyone, everyone knows it's you're It's always there. popular. Yeah. So I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm actually in a very safe place because people need their poop jokes. They do, they do, they need their poop jokes. Mm. So it's a, it's a shitty job, but somebody got to do it. <laughs> and on that note, do you have an embarrassment of the week? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I have an embarrassment. It happened on Monday. Uh huh. I was, uh, I, ha- I recently got like a Tinder match that I was interested in, looked very, yeah, a really cool girl, and uh, I, 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 Monday was like a really big Monday for me, it was really, I was really bluesy on Monday. Like down? Yeah. Well, after the weekend? Or? Yeah, probably, I was just going down after the whole marathon thing yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And, um... So, uh, but I try, I like, I fight through it and one of the ways to do it is is to do something semi-exciting. For example, sending a message on Tinder. Uh Because I'm thinking of stopping the guy who says nothing because then nothing will happen. Is that what you you do on Tinder? Usually? Yeah, I think that's what most you usually people say nothing. Yeah, I think it's like uh, more than fifty percent of all uh, Tinder matches never say I, anything to each other. I would agree. I remember being on Tinder and yeah. and it's like in my profile it even was like you know make the effort to say hi, otherwise there's no point. Yeah, in this. but still, I mean, you're guilty of not saying hi yourself. No, I always used to say hi. Yeah, yeah, I would match and then I'd say hey. Yeah, and then there's a new match. And then uh, then there's the whole thing. Uh, people are talking. I've seen some like discussions about Tinder where girls are saying like, "Oh, I can't stand it when they're always like, hi, smiley face." Such an unoriginal un- start of a conversation. Yeah. So I, I've I've heard I've heard women as well go, "Oh my god, he's talking to me." <laughs> oh, <laughs> you match. It's just the worst. <laughs> you matched, and he's talking to you. I'm really not seeing what's wrong with this situation. <laughs> exactly. It's it's such a. I mean, it's true. In my in my stand-up bit about Tinder, I talk about you feel creepy when <clears> you're on Tinder. Yeah. You just feel creepy, even if you match, even if she liked you. You feel creepy mm-hmm. saying hi. Mm-hmm. Hi. Do you think there's an expectation that the man says hi when it's men and women? Yeah, I think so. I think that's what it's, it's one of the many remnants of uh, the of the old patriarchy. Yeah. Fuck the patriarchy. Yeah, fuck it in the ass. But uh, yeah, so I said so. I, I started the conversation. Mm-hmm. And uh, nothing happens, so I think uh, I'm just gonna watch Zootopia and order a pizza. Oh, that sounds delightful. Yes, and it was. So I just put on this beautiful cartoon, which is a great, it's a great I haven't great seen movie. Zootopia. Yeah, it's beautiful. It has beautiful messages about, it has like an underlying message about race and uh, yeah, and uh, bigotry and uh-huh. prejudice and everything. It's a, it's a, it's a movie that This is works. a Pixar film, it's yeah. It's a Pixar film, yeah. And then... <clears throat> Yeah, so, and the pizza arrives, and uh, after the first bite, I realized I forgot to uh, order, like, a crispy bottom. Ah. So it was just a really thick, Thick, so you're not going to be able to eat the whole thing. Well, it's bad for your gluten scheiser. Very, very much so, but I I was thinking, fuck that, I will have my gluten scheiser because I ran 10 kilometers. Yeah, yeah. 
And um, so I ate it. Anyway, I ate the whole th- I can't believe I ate the whole okay. thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, just, I, I was just greedy. Uh, yeah, a bit stoned, so it helped. So I was just, 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 I was just forcing the pizza down my throat. Mm-hmm. And then I was just pregnant on the sofa yeah. watching Talking Animals. Did was, you cry? Mm, almost. It's a beautiful movie. Yeah. Uh, but I was just I, I would have I would have paid to have seen that. <laughs> just you on the couch, misty eyed, watching a Pixar film full of pizza. I was and so remorse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I I mean the belly was just stretching. Yeah, like, oh. you can feel the stretch marks <laughs> yeah. forming. Yeah, yeah. You, there's no way you're gonna shit soon enough. No. no. No, no, no. I, I've been. Uh, this pizza has been exiting my body for the for last day, 24 yeah. hours. Oh my God. It's, it's horrible. So, uh, towards the end of the movie, and my um, belly making various noises, just dealing with the whole thing, like the, the, mm-hmm. the people inside me were going, I thought we were done with this. This is happening again. We can't do this. We're out of practice. Uh, <laughs> the little guys in my stomach from yeah. the Woody Allen movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah, they're all Jewish. Where is this? They're all Jewish. Oh, Raven. Uh, uh, so, yeah, and then I get a message on uh, Tinder. Tinder, and mm-hmm. she's saying, oh, just she's over at some bar. Which is and, probably close to yeah, where you right, are. Yeah, and she says, what are you doing? Oh, and I no. said, oh, I just finished the pizza. I'm in a pizza coma. And she asks, are you thirsty? And I go, oh God, I am in no situation. Because you don't want to go on a date like that because you're going to feel disgusting. Yeah, I felt disgusting. Yeah. And I just assumed that nothing would would happen. So I just had to kind of say, "Uh, sorry, not tonight. And uh, maybe next time. And she says, never. Because she's apparently a very funny girl. Yeah. made me even more attracted to her. But Mm. yeah. So, so you, it didn't happen because of your, your pizza coma. Yeah, my pizza coma and my impending gluten shit. You were having, I think you were having your man period. Yeah, it was my man period. Yeah. So I just had to, I, I, I should have said that. I should have said, sorry, can't tonight, I'm having man my man period. period. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my embarrassment of the week. Aww. You know, I actually, on that note, But it I would think... have been more embarrassing if I had met her. Yeah, probably, because you may have shat on her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we don't want that. We don't want because that. Because I don't know when to stop shitting when I'm shitting on people. <laughs> <laughs> when do you stop? <laughs> Can I tell you something? Yeah. That whole question, you remember yeah. how everyone uh, at the live show? Yeah. Uh, how everyone was laughing yeah it was because the question wasn't about that i was fucking with you oh and you were taking the question seriously yeah and i sat in icelandic like i'm never going to explain this to him ah everybody everybody left it worked yeah it worked it was it's funny it worked it was actually a question is how do you know uh, how do you stop uh it means just uh, shitting on other people yeah no means just uh, shitting yourself means just uh, fucking up your life. Oh. Yeah. 
But uh, I mean, that one's too hard to answer. Yeah. So I would have to get the. It would have to be an I'm Spartacus situation. All right. Who had the question? <laughs> yeah. Stand up. Which fucking loser here yeah, yeah, is yeah, fucking yeah. up there? Yeah. <laughs> so you're right. So what's much much? My, well, I think I think we discovered you, that that if you're shitting on someone sexually, you can, you need to use it all. Yeah, that was the, that was the answer. Yeah, you need to answer. until you're done when the shit is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, my <laughs> my embarrassment of the week. I I will say I think um, maybe maybe unless if you're like a poop whore who has like various appointments. Yeah, every day, then you have and to you like, have to space it out. In yeah. which case, I think for your partner, you would have to allow them to believe that that's all you've got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just for their own, yeah, yeah, yeah. just for their own good. Exactly. You know? Yeah, you have to make them feel good. You know, yeah. that's that's a customer satisfaction mm-hmm. um, lesson right there. Mm-hmm. But my my embarrassment of the week, um, I, I actually I think possibly our man periods have synced up. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. I was I on Monday I was in a very similar place to right. you. Yes, although I didn't order pizza. No. I um I I spent actually the most of the day. Um, editing a music video and then going back to bed and lying down and feeling sorry for myself. But my embarrassment of the week is during, and I, I know you've already heard this, but um, I am quite self-conscious of it because uh, during we did the marathon, uh-huh. which I'm still recovering from. Um, you did ten kilometers, right? I did twenty-one. Yes. Uh, and on the Sunday I could not walk and I had to do a whole shift at a bar. It was really painful. I have never experienced pain like that. There was, even my hair felt like it hurt. Everything hurt. Mm. Um, uh, the, the thing about the marathon I noticed was that it was, it was, I was fine up until about 10 kilometers. And then once you get to 13, um, uh, it, the, the, the level of support drops off oh really yeah so you know how like every two kilometers there's a gatorade stand Uh yeah there's like people banging pots and pans cheering you on like it keeps you going Uh after like the 13th kilometer it's a bit like being out in the sahara desert you know writing a letter back home it's been three days since i've seen someone you know (laughs) (laughs) it's like like, yeah where are those where are the little markers and there was a point there where i felt like i had done five k's and i was like I don't know how long I've got to go. Where are the signs telling me? Because up until that point, you get one for every kilometer. Yeah, well, I think the people only support the 10 kilometer people because they are like, those are the normal people. Yeah. They're not going to support the insane people who are going a half marathon or even the whole marathon. Those sort of inhuman. I did have a moment, like after, so uh, you get sort of past Harpa and then a little bit after that on Seibrot, there's a bit where it says 42.2 goes this way, yeah, 21.1 goes that way. And I just remember, like, I was just halfway at that point going, yeah. imagine if I still had all of this <laughs> I mean, to go. The f- I, I, the, I have decided I'm going to do this again, but I'm always going to do 10K. Uh-huh. Because I don't, it's, it's, it's quite enough. I think 21 is my limit. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever do more than no, that. It's also because I like cold tonight. I want to do stuff later in the day. Yeah. And uh, I remember seeing you at the... Uh, the at the American bar? <laughs> yeah, well, not the yeah, American bar. Or at, the, at the, the gig. Yeah. Just every time I saw you uh, later that day, you were just spent. 
felt like it parts just, of your soul had gone away. It felt that way, yeah. and I have very few memories of like <laughs> you even did twenty minutes of on stage. I don't even remember what I did. <laughs> I did twenty minutes on stage. I know it went well. The audience enjoyed yeah, yeah. it, but I don't remember it. Like a part of me, it's like your brain just switches off. Yeah. But towards the end of the race, because I, I, it got to a point where I was like, I started getting calf cramps. Mm. I was pretty sure at that point. I was like, yep. I've got stress fractures in my feet. Like I could feel this sharp pain radiating up my spine every time I took a step. And I was, for a little while there, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish this. Um, and then I just started to get violently hungry. Have you ever had that where you, you're not just hungry, you're about to kill someone? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. And, uh, and I'd already gotten over that because I had an immense fear that I was going to shit myself. Because um, I had just seen the guy, the French... Uh, Yeah. <laughs> but the funny thing, Bilky pointed this out to me, is that at first he fell over and he lay there lifeless for two minutes and nobody went to check on him. Then he got up, ran and shat himself and then did the, 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 the rest of the marathon with shitty pants. But that's something that happens all the time in marathons. Right? I know, I know. And that's so, on, on that morning I woke up, especially early, I had done the whole eat my food the night before. Mm. I drank lots of water. I woke up extra early, had coffee, so that I could get all of the poop out of my body. Right, right. I did not want to have, I didn't even eat that morning. Oh. I just did not want any risk of it happening. So I'd already gotten to that point. I finally saw the finish line and I had this moment of, Wow, this is this is when the memory glitches started happening because I was like, how did I get here? I don't remember the last three kilometers. I was sure I had like another five to go. Um, and is that what a runner's high is? Because <laughs> this, is, this was grossly oversold to me. Um, and then I, I, I started speeding up and I noticed this, and I've already told you this story. Mm. I noticed this, this larger woman who was really struggling and she was almost at the finish line. And I, I offered my hand to her in, yeah. in this gesture of like, let's do this together. Let's do this together. And she swiped it away. And I just said, I didn't realize I had headphones in and that, um, that, you know, obviously I would speak louder than normal. I just said, well, fuck you then. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I'm a mess when I see that. Like, well, you fuck trying, you then. And also just the whole... Thing. You trying to be like, okay, we're in this together. We're in this together. You're in like a mind state. Yeah. Okay, let's let's do so, this. So you were thinking this was gonna happen. That you were gonna ha hold hands with this stranger and go <laughs> through the finish line. I was like, you know, we are one. You know, like we're all in this together. And then she just crushed. She just crushed, crushed that Coca-Cola commercial. Fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna have that moment of look at the good I do. Yeah. You know, it was the equivalent of giving like two kroner to a homeless person, you know. Um, <laughs> and then I. Fuck you! Fuck you then! And then I was, I, I think I was probably the meanest, mm. um, the meanest participant, because as soon as I got through the finish line and they go to put the medal on your neck, I just ripped it out of their hand. Yeah. I pointed to my shoe to take off the little tracker thing, and then I just hopped the fence and went to American Bar. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, one th thing, one of the things that kept me going was just thinking of the American part and the wings over there. The wing, yeah, yeah, and, and the beer. Yeah. So the beer. I me some of them wings, which I think I'm going to have later today. Mm. I love them American bar wings. 
And you should pay us, America Bar, for saying these things. Mm. I mean, you're not even you're not even a great place. You have like a sports bar with a loud It's a music. weird feeling. Yeah, very weird feeling. Yeah. But you have those great wings. And and you you know you've got decent decent beers on tap. Yeah, decent. Yeah, they have really good selection of beers. Yeah, they have great wings. Uh, and so that's you know the price of that. Enjoying those. This perfect combo is sitting in a very weird, weird and uh, yeah. tacky place. Australia is not sponsored by American Bar, <laughs> but we're open to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We will change our opinion of your decor if you pay us. Yes. <laughs> but, but on that, so that was my embarrassment of the yeah. week. But I guess that leads perfectly into our Operation Six. God. Yeah. So you finished the marathon. Finished the marathon. How you felt great afterwards. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I finished up, whoa, it's over. Mm. And I, I did it. Yeah. Did you do it without stopping? Uh, I went, I did like, I think I walked maybe 1%, 2% of yeah. the whole thing. So very small. Yeah, amount. very small amount. Like when you slow down to get some Gatorade. Yeah, basically, it. yeah. And, um, and just the, I just picked out the perfect playlist in my headphones mm-hmm. and uh, at one point I was about to like slow down but then like uh, then the music music comes on uh, the show must go on with Queen uh. so I just no no Freddy I'm not gonna walk while listening to you yeah and um, it was a great thing and also I didn't feel bad the day after uh, actually the whole stretching thing they tell you you should stretch yeah I only stretched for the f- like when I was uh, Started running. I stretched yeah. for the first time, and then I just and then I had my body was aching the after the day after the first time, but then it just got used to it. So I never stretched. I think I think you were consistently doing like seven or eight kilometers yeah. in the sort of week leading up to it. I think that because it like when it comes to the pain with lots of exercise, yeah. the more you move, the less it will hurt. Yeah, and so your body has gotten used to it. I think if you had done maybe fifteen or twenty, then you probably would have felt. Yeah, I think it helped being in Berlin and always on a bike. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I'm always on a bike here as well. I have a slight confession to make. Yes. Um, so I, I did the 21 without stopping. Uh-huh. Uh, I, 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 I did not nearly prepare as much as I, I made it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were lying. Uh, yeah, and, I, I, even on selfies, you just went outside, took a selfie, and went back inside, didn't you? No, no, no. no the <laughs> selfies where I actually went for exercise, I did them. I just think, and the, the week leading up to it, it I was going to do every day. Mm. And then I started, I, I got into Dr. Google. Right. And started reading all this stuff about preparing for a long run and all the experts say, you know, like in the week of a, of a, a decent, you know, like a half marathon or a marathon, don't do any runs. Right, right. You should be resting. Yeah, I was doing <clears throat> so as well, but I did ride the bike to Smaurland and back mm. the day before, which worried me because I was, that took a toll on my thighs mm. and stuff. But uh, yeah, I survived. It's a it's a, a great title for a memoir. It took a toll on my thighs. <laughs> <laughs> but Operation Sex God, how how are you going to continue with stuff? Yeah, I think I'm going to keep running. Yeah, well, because I looked in the mirror on uh, Sunday. Yeah, and I just noticed that I'm getting thin. I have noticed, and other people have noticed as well. I have, I didn't notice until Sunday. I was like, yeah. whoa, what is that that had? That hat is not bloated. Mm. 
And less less beer helps. Yeah, less beer Because beer bloats you yeah. like crazy. A beer has become like a treat now. Mm. And also it's just I tolerate it less anyway. Well, um I this is this is an exclusive here. Uh I have a countdown on my phone that I have uh I've put in. It is currently so let's have a look. When when this goes to air, it will be ninety eight days until I go back to Australia. Yeah. For Christmas. Okay. And I have I have a very <coughs> I have a very um selfish thing is that I don't want to go back to Australia and not be hot. That's a very Good selfish thing. Yeah. So, uh, and you know, I've got a couple of other projects that are looking at this kind of stuff mm. and we, we might be telling people about some things soon. Um, but I figure, cause I've done it before, 90 days is a decent chunk of time to really commit to something yeah. and, uh, and do a, a transformation. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I, so. I am, I'm, I'm going to do it. Yeah. We should call this, you know, this is a, like a sub, sub uh, section of, uh, operation sex God called uh hot australia hot hot trailer hot australia hot australia something like that yeah but the, for it. the pursuit of hotness <laughs> yes yeah, yeah before hotness before coming home yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um and that's it's just, just like who doesn't hot want it? before homecoming yeah hot before homecoming and that's it's you know can you imagine like it's such a Romy Michelle's high school reunion <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, it's such a yeah. yellow post-its <laughs> sort of thing, and it's so stupid. But I don't. I want to touch down in Melbourne yeah, and be like, I did all these amazing things in Iceland, and I, I look fucking hot. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this, this, I, I will be your support in this whole uh, thing. Absolutely. One thing that's going to be very tough is that if I'm going to commit to it and I do ninety days, I will also do ninety days completely alcohol-free. Can you do that? I know that's a, that's a question. That I mean, a... we've been talking about since the beginning of Australia to cut down drinking, yeah, and we haven't. No, uh, I've done it before. Yeah, I've done it before. Can you be alcohol free for ninety eight days? Not ninety eight for ninety for ninety days for yeah, ninety three months. Even if we go to San Francisco, even if we. Oh wow! <laughs> I, I think you. I think this is unrealistic. I think you should at least stick to skinny bitches. Skinny. What's a skinny bitch? Is that the uh, Bacardi? Raz, just vodka yeah. and soda. Vodka and soda. It's the. It's the. It's the more, uh, least calorie. Yeah, vodka and lime and soda is yeah. is yeah skinny yeah skinny bitch skinny bitch maybe I, I maybe I'll think about it bitches. I'll think about or I could have points. Where I allow myself, mm -hmm. you know, if we if we go to San Fran, of course, you can have uh, beer Saturdays, beer Saturdays. But I just I just want to, you know, because th th there's also a moment like I I you sat up fatter days, fatter days. <laughs> I, <laughs> I sat up in bed the other day, and my computer is at the end of my bed, and I just saw myself, you know, in the most unflattering when you're sitting, yeah. and you're yeah, hunched over, yeah. and I was just like, fuck. That's I, that moment when <clears throat> if you have slept with someone and then you like go and get dressed and you sit on your bed. That moment, yeah. I hate it. Because you, oh, if you see, yeah, yeah, yeah. she sees me hunching like a like yeah. a troll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gathering, it's... looking for my socks. And I just, she's I... probably looking at my ass crack right now. The marathon kind of awakened something in me because I, I did like a whole six months before I left Australia, where I was really hardcore. Yeah, and and I felt good. 
I felt good and I was more productive as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I just, I think I want to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, go for it. Hot before homecoming. So that means that once the 90, once I've decided what I'm doing in regards to booze and stuff, mm. then people can keep me accountable to it. You can't drink, Jono. Yeah, yeah. Which will be annoying. I'll, I'll try while I'm. I'll say it to you while holding a giant glass of red wine. <laughs> <laughs> you can't drink. Yeah, I love that Bilka works for Bravo. She always gives you like a giant glass. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'll just have a wine. Yeah. It's like half those a are, bottle. Yeah, those are like three <laughs> glasses in one glass. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I just go home drunk after one glass. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's Operation Sex God. So what's... Oh, now it's time for... Gay to, to be straight. straight! Do you have a pre-prepared question? I have something. I'm not sure if it's a gay thing or mm-hmm. more like a male-female thing. All right, go for it. It's the whole thing. Uh, it's been something. The whole thing with... Um, I, I kind of got... Kind of rejected in the recent past mm-hmm. uh, which you know it's a, it's a thing that has to happen it's uh-huh. good for your ego yes uh, especially but, yours yeah especially <laughs> mine because it's just so it's, big yeah it's just rising it's yeah, just yeah. too close to the sun man yeah. too close the wings are melting <laughs> but uh, um, though as you said uh, you're you're She's oh she's oh damn it because you're such a nice guy, mm-hmm. and that's the one thing that you don't want to be called because um, being called a nice, nice guy, guy, although I am the nice one, you are yeah, yeah. I'm the bitch, <laughs> yeah. uh, nice guy and the bitch. But it's kind of it's almost yeah it's uh, you it, find it emasculating. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Being a nice, called nice, it means you're not sexual to me. So you, uh, wow, that's, that's a, there is, there is a deep ingrained seed of the patriarchy right in that, right there. It's bad to be called nice. Yes, you have, and this is something I've been, I've been thinking about this a lot because um, I have my uh, nerd bitterness, Uh uh, which sometimes manifests in nerd rage. Uh, and this is something that many like geeks have. Uh, lots of men who started having sex later than other people in their mm-hmm. lifetime. Mm-hmm. This is uh, the thing with oh, complaining about girls only like assholes. Yeah. yeah. And I douchebags but, tend to get laid a lot more. Yeah, they tend to get laid a lot more. Yeah. And I think it's a absolutely natural thing. Because uh, a douchebag and an asshole, they have, they don't, are not self-conscious. They have a confidence, sometimes yeah. an undeserved. Yeah, well, confidence S- often comes from just being an idiot. Because yeah. if you're stupid and unintelligent, you don't worry about life. Yeah. And therefore, you're you just not aware. go through it yeah. and look like you own the place. Uh, and that's that's naturally attractive. It's like animalistic almost. Yeah, I think I think a lot of really hot guys have this thing I call stupid face. Yeah. So, <laughs> like you know, they've got an amazing body, but they're they're a, a complete mouth breather. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And so I I think I mean I am I am 
extra attracted to like confident girls. Uh-huh. If a girl is very confident and it's the Buffy factor. If a mm. girl is Buffy the Vampire Slayer, that's you the girl I want. want that, yeah, yeah. I want a girl who can protect me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same thing with girls who like assholes. The asshole is uh, uh, lights something inside them because oh, this guy can protect me out in you know the jungle. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, like they're not even conscious of it. Yeah, no, yeah. It uh, sounds like a sexist thing to say, but I think it's just it's just some a caveman thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and I think it's uh, naturally something uh, you know when people are younger, mm. like uh, and that's why it's always in high school that are really. A girl that's so she's so smart and she's so nice, but she goes only goes for assholes. Yeah, yeah. And then you're better about it. But uh, the thing is, you shouldn't be better. You should just try to work on your confidence and stuff like that. My question is uh, actually: Is this uh, also in the gay community between two men? Do do does a man go for an asshole, or is it a completely other thing? Like, do, do, do gay men often go after the douchebag and not the nice guy? Yeah. I think, I think it can be... I think it's the same uh, insult to say to someone, you're such a nice guy. Uh-huh. Um, and it's, it's, I agree, it's so wrong for to be insulted by that. <laughs> yeah, because being nice is yeah. probably the first thing you should be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and I think if you're saying to someone, you're such a nice guy, yeah. then maybe, maybe yes. you've got to look at yourself. And ha- then have go, sex with me. Yeah, it so will be nice. It will be very yeah, nice. Why? Sex. What? What is? Why is that a bad thing? And don't use instead of instead of saying you're such a nice guy. Go. I just am not attracted to you. Yeah. That's what they should say. Absolutely. I would like um, to hear that instead more, of instead yeah. of saying. I think. Yeah, I think there is the the gazer is so, in some ways, weirdly more complex. Because mm-hmm. there's so many. If they're you know for, <laughs> I am gonna get in trouble for saying this. <laughs> For a group of people who don't like labels, they sure love to fucking label shit. Um, <laughs> you know, oh, I'm only into bears. I like twinks. I'm more of an otter who's into fisting. You know, like, it's just... And you wonder why you don't <clears throat> get any gay gigs any longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so in. <laughs> it's because you're so in. I'm so in. Um, but uh, yeah, I I think I think I have seen it. A lot of a lot of friends go after these. I've I don't know. I've never been into douchebags, but I have noticed mm-hmm. among my gay friends that I am not into the same people that they are. Yeah. You know, I tend to, all, you know, the guys I tend to be attracted to are usually you know, weird and and a bit geeky and, yeah. you know, um, which I didn't realize until recently. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, I, if I sounded like I was generalizing about girls, no. I wasn't. I mean, there are lots of girls who are into the nice But girls. there are a lot of gay men who just go after absolute douchebags you know, treat people like shit and um, cheat on them and, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and they forgive them because, I mean... And usually because they're hot. Yeah. And this is this is a thing that we're hoping to explore and, and you know, do you get away with more things when you're just yeah. more conventionally attractive? Yes, attractive I'm people. going to become a sex god, an Operation Sex God, and from there I will try to be a sex devil. I will just be an asshole. No, I don't, I don't think you should be... I am kidding. <laughs> I don't think you should be an asshole, but I think you should document what what you notice along the way. Like, do you notice that as you get more attractive, does it just become 
Did life just become easier? Yeah, I, I mean, uh, it would be nice. Let's see. Let's see. Let's, Let's see. see. I mean, we can we can make this happen really easily. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I think that's a good question. My one for you yeah. is in relation to a scientific um, uh, thing that happened in France recently. So, you, 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 are you familiar with the 3D printed clitoris? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it. do you yeah. know why? Like, so uh, the, they, the, in, in anatomy textbooks mm -hmm. for high school students across most of the Western world, the clitoris has largely been completely ignored because, you know, the, the very old patriarchal world was like, well, it doesn't serve a, a reproductive purpose, so we yeah. don't need to teach about it. So, um, there's these schools in France have just started 3D printing the clitoris or 3D printing clitori. What is the plural? I don't know. Clitori. Clitori. There's so many clitori here. There's so many clitori. Um, so that Look students at all the can learn about it. My question to you, right, as a man who is, who delves into the, the ham wallet, mm. um, if you had in school learned more about exactly where it is, mm. would it have made life easier for you as a sexually active adult? I don't know if it made it easier because it's all about actually getting there. Mm. Uh, but uh, I think it would have helped. Pro yeah, yeah. Most, most probably it would have helped. Do if, you remember if the... If I would have get biology lessons about the clitoris, it would have... Helped made... you to go, okay, just go here. Yeah, yeah, it would have... Made uh, do you remember less the, of a mystery? Do you remember the first time that it didn't feel like a mystery to you? Where you're like, yes, that's it. I think it just, I slowly went there. I mean, and also it's just so different between girls. Mm -hmm. So whenever you start sleeping with someone else, you have to kind of figure what, out yeah, the rhythm whole and, thing. Because mm -hmm. it is, uh, it's a whole lot of things going down going on down there <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah I was just talking about this I was probably with a, a female friend about how like the uh, the male genitalia is so much simpler it is than the female genitalia mm. and there are like and so many different kinds of orgasms with girls I mean, some people, some girls have never, like, can rarely, if ever, have an orgasm. And then some uh, are, like... Some yeah. never have it while penetration is happening. Yeah, some yeah. don't have a vaginal orgasm. Yeah. Some only have clitoral orgasms. Yeah. And all sorts of, all sorts of stuff. You know, there are different orgasms for men, too. Yes, I know, but... Uh, but most straight men never experience yeah, more than one. Yeah, most straight men don't care because it's so easy yeah. to the main one. So yeah. it's, it's an easy recipe for uh, uh, wonderfulness. I was almost going to say recipe for disaster, but that's... That, that didn't fit. Uh, <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> now, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I think it would have helped, but, you know, it's... The, the fun thing about uh, vaginas mm. is... Finding. The, yeah, finding the whole thing, figuring it out. It's, it's, it's a, like a it's, where's Waldo. It's a puzzle. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun little puzzle. It's a magical, sticky puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> Magical sticky puzzle. <laughs> yeah, that's that. I, I think that answers the question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now let's go on to how, how to speak, speak Australian. Australian.
I um, was going to do something practical for you today. Right. I was going to take the um, first, uh, some of the first verse to one of the most famous Australian songs and see if you actually understand mm. um, the words and teach you yeah. them. And that song is one that plays at the end of this very podcast. Okay. It's The Land Down Under. Yeah. So do you know any of the words of that song? I remember, I say to you speak my language. Yeah, I remember that. And that's all you know? And... Um, so, the the first verse, uh, if I'm correct, is uh, lying in a banged up combi. Yeah, lying in a banged up combi. 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 Head, uh, on a hippie trail head full of zombie. Maybe trail head full of zombie. Okay, lying in a banged up combi. Yeah. That must be a car. Yeah, what kind of car? This is very Australian. Combi. Car, car, com. Is it uh, like a, a, a van? Yeah, what kind of van? Very yeah. iconic for traveling. Oh, is it like a, a recreational vehicle? Like, but it's a brand. It's a particular... Humvee? No, 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 no that's not... Uh, I don't know. What is it? Uh, do you know the, the Volkswagen vans? Yeah. That in like the 70s oh, and yeah, 80s, yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone used call to drive. They call them Rupert. Yeah, they're called combis. Combis. And why? Ah, yeah. uh, combination vehicle. Oh, yeah. Combi. A combi. Lying in a banged up combi. combi on a hippie trail, oh, head full of zombie. Uh, on a happy trail, you are probably just uh, traveling, around. traveling around, going nowhere, yeah. on a road to nowhere. But We're on the road to nowhere. Ah! <laughs> and uh, uh, a head full of zombie is a drink. Would you drink out of a coconut? Right? Mm. A chocolatey drink. I remember uh, Billy Connolly talking about. No, Robin Williams talking about drinking with Billy Connolly and they drank zombies. Yeah. And uh, it has the ability to make you drunk from neck down. So your head isn't drunk, but your body is like wasted. Yeah, it's a bit like uh, the, the, in the, in like the Polynesian Islands, they have kava. Yeah. Which is a similar sort of thing. It's like made from the crushed up root of a plant and it's an, it's an opioid. Yeah. But there's, there's two. So that's one meaning of it you can also say that somebody who's stoned yeah I was, has that a head was, full that of was my second guess head yeah. full of zombie that's a good good phrase for being stoned head full of zombie head full of zombie I should have said that on tinder I can't go out I have a head full of zombie but now there's a, you can't really say that because there's a new drug that hit the market called zombie oh really yeah and it actually makes people like world war z Oh, they what? want to eat their own skin and they get oh, violent. Yeah, and... I can see why people would want that. Yeah, and they, they start having seizures. <laughs> and... oh, yeah. the... I mean, those drugs that are just, just bad, like crocodile. There's nothing good. Have you heard about the crocodile no, drug? crocodile? It ruins your skin. It eats your skin. You look like a crocodile for a while and then you die. You get loose limbs and you get holes in your legs and stuff. Oh my god. It's disgusting. If you Google it, you will regret it. I don't want to Google it. No. Just like the French gymnast breaking his leg. <laughs> I don't want. I, th- I, I, am, I am not a fan of autoplay videos <laughs> no, no. for that reason. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so now you know Now yeah. you know the first couple of lyrics. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's under. great. Yeah. Lying in a banged up combi, head full, uh, on a hippie trail, head full of zombie. That's cool. That's cool.
Uh, now I understand the man at work. <laughs> uh, I know what they were working on. Yeah, I, do you know, I hate that song. Really? Mm. I love it. I know everyone... I'm not Australian, I mean. Huh. I'm not Australian. Yeah, but I just, I just never really liked it. Although I do remember, like, whenever I, we were on long car trips as a, as a kid, if it came on, my dad would belt it out. Yeah. The top of his voice. Isn't it funny? You have... It's like... It's like a... Not a lot of countries have a pop national anthem. It's your pop national anthem. I guess. We have one, but it's not Icelandic. It's a Led Zeppelin song called... Uh, I think it's called Immigrant Song. Yeah. Mm. It's welcome to the land of the ice and snow with the hot spring you know, with the midnight sun and the hot spring row. Ah! Uh, there's so a cat in there. Yeah, there's a cat. <laughs> oh, actually, ah! yeah, they're this, they're 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 torturing a cat in a studio, uh, but it was for good cause because it's a great song, and they wrote it uh, about Iceland. We have quite a few though. So we've got Land and Under. We've also got Waltig Matilda. Yeah, but is it about Australia? Waltzing Matilda, yeah. yeah. Waltzing Matilda, you've never heard it? Waltzing Matilda. Waltzing Matilda. It's actually about a criminal. Oh. Who stole some sheep and then ends up drowning himself to get away from the police. Okay. It's such a happy song. Oh, it's great, yeah. It's like our uh, song, um, Myrtalsandur. It's a very, like... Very ha- happy song. Kind but of what's it about? Down, 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 down. It's about the. It's a, a, a great song with the band Gesetia with uh, uh, Runa Rule and Pöppi uh, Mortens. It's about how uh, basically a murder that happened in Iceland. A true story about the two French girls, <gasps> sisters. I know this were, story. Yeah, who were like hitchhiking in the east part of Iceland. And the guy, he picked them up and took them to the place. Yeah, it was te- like te- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Or it's, Wolf Creek. Yeah, it was like Wolf Creek, exactly. Mm. And uh, he manages to kill one of them and the other one escapes. And I had this old bit in my early stand-up about, I mean, how is it... Does the, the surviving sister, because she still lives in France, does she know about the song? Yeah. And what if you meet her and say, hey, you're that girl from the song. Yeah. I have it here on my iPod. Listen to it. It's about you and uh, your sister who got killed. Because oh she's, she's completely refused to ever talk about it. It talks, she did talk about it in a show called Sun Islesk Sakamal, which is like true Icelandic true crime. She, they managed to get her to speak it's, about it. Yeah, she talked about it a bit and she was just, yeah, she was, <clears throat> yeah, she had a, I mean, she, she, it was a long time ago, so. Such a scary story because he dropped them and then he went away yeah. and they were all relaxed in the summer house and then he came back. It's a, it's a very scary story, I mean. And no one here when you're in a summer house locks the door. No, you don't. You don't have to because we are not used to serial killers. Yeah. But they, once in a blue moon. Once in a blue moon, they happen. And it's a great place to get rid of a body. <clears throat> yes. I mean, there must be... Uh, of all the murders in Iceland... If, you, if you're going to commit a murder in Iceland, uh, the bri- if you accidentally kill someone, mm. I mean, the bright side is it's going to be easy to hide the body. Yeah. Just throw it in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Just throw it in the ocean. Uh, and <laughs> so we went dark. Uh, <laughs> but what are you going to teach me today? I was going to teach you the word kinvitlingur. Have you heard that one? Kinvitlingur. Yes. 
No, I haven't. Does it? Can you figure it out? Kin Vilinkur. Kin, no. Kin is sex or like gender. Aha. Uh-huh. And Vitlinkur is someone who is who, it sounds like it can it means wilter someone who's wilter. Wilter means both lost and wild. So is it transgender? No, it means just gay. Kinvitlinker. Yeah, it's an old, uh, politically incorrect word for being gay. It's like saying poofter. Yeah. Kin. So you're you're sex lost. Yeah, you're gender lost or sex lost. Wow. Kinvitlinker. Yeah. Uh, it was Paul Oscar who suggested that I would teach you that word. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Pally. <laughs> but it's, it's kind of a cool word actually. If you like, if you take it, if you own it. Yeah. Vitlinger. Uh, only the word Vitlinger means some like a wild one. Mm. A, you can like where you look look you could Kin Vitlinger sounds like someone from the Tom of Finland books, like yeah. a, a biker. A rebel without a cause. Yeah, rebel cock. without an ass to plow. <laughs> Kin Vitlinger. I like that one. Yeah. I like that one. Alright. Well I guess it's now it's time for um one of my favorite segments. The Ants of, of Agony. Agony. So, we have, uh, okay, let me just check if we've got on the Facebook. I do have a text that came in earlier. It came all the way from Norway. Ooh. Yes. Um, of course, I, I, I just have to point out, I think it's, it's, it's hilarious and infuriating that every time we put up, hey, anyone got any questions for Ants of Agony? Every fucking comedian in Iceland goes, here's a stupid one. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. It's like, come on, every week, dude. Everyone's, every a, week. everyone's a wise ass. Everyone's a wise ass. Okay, so the, the question we had, and it, I think this is a very good one. Um, it's one of the first times it's not sex based. Great. Um, when is it okay to approach a stranger to tell them they're doing something wrong? For example, at the gym or in the store. When you notice that someone is doing something very wrong, when is it okay to go over them and say, you're doing it wrong? <clears throat> it's so, I mean, isn't it always okay? I, I mean, uh, it's, you can do, uh, I am the type who would just ignore him and think, oh, he's gonna waste the next minutes of his life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but when I think that, that way, I think, oh, if I would be slightly more nice, mm. which I'm not, because I am a bad ass asshole. Bad ass asshole. Bad ass asshole. <laughs> I'm a bad ass asshole, and suddenly uh, all these, uh, oh, all ba- these girls I'm are like, "Oh wow, are you dating anyone?" I'm a bad asshole for sure. I have a bad asshole. That's why I can't come out. Tonight. My asshole confuses <laughs> me. <laughs> uh, I can't come out tonight. I have a bad asshole and a pizza baby. <laughs> So, so you, yeah, if you were nicer, uh, yeah, I would go, excuse me, sir, you're doing it wrong. I think if you just approach someone politely, you won't sound like uh, a condescending asshole. Hmm. Well, what if it's like, say, say you're at the gym yeah, and you happen to know the correct way of doing an exercise so that you're not going to injure yourself. And you notice that somebody's like got their back curved Mm -hmm. over or they're just, they're not bending their knees when they pick something up. Do you tell them? Yeah, I think so. Really? Yeah, you should. I mean, I appreciate uh, when I'm corrected because I benefit from it. Mm. 
uh, although it can be annoying when people uh, become that guy. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> actually. Yeah, actually. actually. You, you know where mansplainers uh, get their water from? In well, a uh, well, actually. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I don't know how I feel about this one. I, I, I just. Uh, mm, I think I think there are when is it okay probably it's always okay yeah I mean there are plenty of ways to doing it wrong for example being a mansplainer mm. uh, and uh, yeah or also about mansplaining mm. I mean I've I've, uh, I've seen a lot of mansplaining on Facebook and and heard uh, mansplaining stories and um, uh, in my life from uh, my female friends mm-hmm. But uh, I rem- but uh, I remember one. I was reading this thread on Facebook. People were arguing about something or other, and uh, one guy comes and says, "Well, actually, blah 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 blah." And then uh, then a girl says, "Well, thank you for the mansplaining," and I just looked at it and I said, "I thought he he does, wasn't yeah he does have a point. He was actually giving was, a piece of yeah of he was information. actually saying correct thing. So that's." Uh, that's that can be i mean that's the downside of the whole exposing the mansplainers yeah and uh, someone is actually just saying a correct thing and happens to be a male saying it to a female so i let me get this right so when it happens when you are a mansplainer it's normally when you're this is my opinion of it it's usually you're explaining something that you 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 don't really have a right to comment on because you're not part of that minority or, you know, mm-hmm. like when people, right. mansplainers are like, all lives yeah. matter. They're like, a, you they're know. like straight splainers yeah. and white splainers. Yeah. 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 So it's that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So someone commenting on like a feminist issue, mm-hmm. um, saying, well, you're not giving the men a chance here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. mansplaining. That's mansplaining. So, but if, if, if for instance, um, you, uh, you started speaking about, uh, to me, about how blood can be taken from a certain vein. Mm-hmm. And because I used to do that, I, I might know that you're incorrect. Yeah. If I say to you, well, actually, that you can't take it from that mm-hmm. one for that particular one because right. it's an artery that you're pointing at. That's not a vein. Mm-hmm. Am I mansplaining? No, you're just... I'm just giving... I'm you're correcting just explaining. You. I'm just explaining. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So do you think, do you think yes. it's... If if someone accuses you of mansplaining and you very obviously were not, yeah. do you let it go, uh, or do you say, "Oh, yes, by the way, yes. I wasn't mansplaining. I was yeah. delivering a piece of information." Uh, yeah. Well, if she heard mansplaining, then and you would try to explain to her that you weren't mansplaining, then, then you're, you're mansplaining. Like, yeah, then you're mansplaining again, and you're just trapped. So you should, yeah, you should just, just basically shut up. ignore it. But I think we should all be unaware. Of the difference between explaining and mansplaining because yeah. we don't want to diminish the fact that there is a lot of mansplaining so out there. So much, yeah. Yeah, so we should, we should and, and it does, it, it's the, the thing I was talking about the Facebook is actually the only uh, instance I remember of this happening, so it's not really a problem. I think most people are aware, but I'm just. And actually, the, probably the majority of people who are mansplainers don't question whether they're mansplaining or not. Uh, actually, Before... I'm not mansplaining. <laughs> <laughs> they, they probably just put it out yeah. there they're probably not sitting there going wait should I say this do I have the the, the credentials to talk about this you know yeah maybe I, that's a I have a few friends I, I mean 
I have a few friends who uh, are both male and female who do uh, this this kind of splaining. Mm. Lossy, you have some splaining to do. You have some splaining to do, Lossy. Wow, one of one of them, gosh, like I say something, mm. and he goes, well, actually, and then he says the same thing. Oh, and he just he repeats what just I say, in different but words. it's in different words and more arti- articulate. Because yeah. I I thought I didn't need to be articulate. I just said I just said something out, and he said, "Well, actually, and I, yes, that's what I said. You just you just uh, stretch the whole conversation for no reason." Mm-hmm. And then there's the other, another one who who uh, who does a very similar thing. When I say something, he goes. No 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 and then he says the same thing. Uh, <laughs> that's oh. and I go, yeah. That that's what. I, why why did you repeat what I said and just acted like I didn't say it? And uh, and then there's this girl I know who uh, who is who can be uh, entertainingly pretentious mm-hmm. when she says uh, she goes like. Uh, she 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 explains things like poetically to me, mm. so I'm t- in total agreement with her, and she says something like she's saying it for the first time, and she says, "Well, people are just like everyone knows how it's like to be a person, and we should all love each other," and I go, "Yes, yeah. that's what I said, but I didn't sound like a fucking prick when I said yeah. it." <laughs> 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 oh wow, she sounds tedious. Yeah. <laughs> well, no names are named. No names are named. Uh, do you do you find as well being a comedian and you know uh, we we say things to get a laugh or yeah part of our mo is that we will find the opposite of what we should say sometimes mm-hmm, just exactly, to do it yeah. and also yeah and when people like ex- uh, explain to you after you make a joke yeah they're like well did you realize that. Come on, man. Yeah, I, 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 I'm fully aware. aware I of was reality. just making it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not that far removed from reality, and that happens to me on Facebook all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm constantly having to tell people I am a comedian. You shouldn't take me seriously. Yeah, the, the, the best answer to that is either uh, ignoring it or saying, Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, so, I know. Yeah, I know. I yeah, know. I know. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I I actually I actually um, commented once on because it, it became and these people started arguing with each other yeah. over my Facebook post and I, I mentioned to this one person who took complete umbrage with what mm-hmm. I had said I said you plus chill pill equals me being able to make a joke <laughs> that's a good one oh my god but that was that was there's there's one other quick one okay if you want it and that is bo good or bad. Uh, I've been told I have good bio. As in, like when you your natural smell. Yeah, I've been told uh, I smell good. That's one of my favorite compliments I get because I I, I used to be very self conscious about it, but uh, apparently I have uh, nice pheromones. Yeah. But there are some people who don't. Yes, there are. Yeah. There are. Maybe that's a diet thing, or it could be some 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 medications make you smell differently. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of a lot a lot of um. Uh, bipolar medications can can uh, give you a smell. Oh really? Yeah, because they're, they're some of them are very heavy heavy lithium based. Um, 
which is a, a chemical that. It what do you, you think? Is uh, I mean. Um, I think I think I have a. I like to smell clean. Yeah. Like if I have, you know, like the first thing I wanted to do after the marathon was shower because I just stank. Yeah. I had so much salt on my body as well. Like my my body had sweated out the salt. It dried yeah, and yeah. It left a cake of salt on yeah, my skin. Yeah. Um. I d I don't mind natural smells. I find I find I find in the morning, somebody's hair. Yeah. You know, because they get the oils from their scalp and. I mean, how do you tell someone that they smell bad? If they if their natural smell is bad. Yeah. Uh, I probably I'm. Oh my god! I, <laughs> that's our that's our meeting. That's I our probably. Meeting. Uh, you you get the door. I'll yeah. wrap this up, but I probably wouldn't uh, date them long term if they smell bad. Uh, but uh, that is all the time we have for today. Did you have something meaningful? No, it's, right. it's not our meeting. It's not our meeting. Okay. Hi. Hi. Oh oh, I think uh, I think Huli is actually directing somebody up the up the staircase. Uh, I don't I, I don't really have anything to plug right now. Um, but if you are listening to this through Nutimin, you can also download the Australia podcast uh, on its own through iTunes so that uh, every time a new episode goes live, it will directly download to your preferred device. And uh, we've been hearing that we sometimes get people through their Friday afternoon at work and we'd like to continue doing so. But it, yeah, to answer your, who lives back, um, I probably wouldn't date them long term if they had a bad, no. bad natural smell. I would, that would be a deal breaker for me. Mm -hmm. I remember a girl who had a bad vagina smell. We talked about the vagina smell. Mm, mm. And in most cases, there's, I think the smell is wonderful. But I remember one girl. Yeah. Who didn't, who just didn't have a nice smell. And I didn't know what to do about it. Mm. Because you cannot, there's no way at all of telling your vagina smells bad. <laughs> there's, there's no way. Mm. You, you can't phrase that statement in any way. That's that positive. Yeah. Is that, how would you... Hmm. Um, you have a very pretty vagina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, to, to just look, do like that a whole... smells Like awful. prologue. Yeah. <laughs> prologue no, of well, you know, you know, You know the whole like when you do professional development seminars and they go, when you have to deliver some criticism, put something positive on yeah. either end. Yeah. You have a very pretty vagina. It smells bad, but you're good at sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it smells bad. I like your face. Um, I've had a similar experience with a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it baffled me a lot because he had uh, a very, um, even, even after he showered, it must've been like, it, it just was a very strong ammonia sort of. So like, you know, when you have very strong pee, like mm. you're dehydrated and your urine has a very ammonia sort of smell to it. Mm. He just always had that around his dick. Um, even if he had drunk lots of water and just showered and I didn't, it baffled me. Like, what is it about your penis that is constantly smelling like strong urine? Oh God. You know, there was no urine there. Yeah. It just always smelled like it. And then, you know, it just made me not want to go near it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, and it's, uh, and he probably could, wasn't aware of it because you can't smell it yourself. No, and sometimes I mean, but I know when I have a when I when my junk is a little funky. Yeah, well, you know, you have the comparison of your clean junk smell, which is 
not a and smell. And he, he obviously didn't have the comparison because it always smelled like yeah, that. Yeah, it was just normal to him. Yeah. He was in a constant state of smelly dick. But it wasn't smelly dick. It was just a moan. It wasn't like... Off smelly dick, smelly, smelly dick. dick. What wow. are they feeding you? <laughs> um, yeah, I, mm, I just, yeah, I cannot. I, it, it, it baffles me to this day. Mm-hmm. I, I sometimes think of him and go, I wonder if you still have a smelly penis. On that bombshell, which mm. w- wasn't really a bombshell, no. it was just a tiny little uh, penis statement. Mm. Uh, we should go to the something meaningful. Something thing. meaningful. And uh, do you have something? meaningful. I do, I do. We've been talking a lot about about bodies today. Mm-hmm. And I think I think my something meaningful um is to put out there into the world that even men in their 30s hate the way they look. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe oh. he's not feeling great about himself. You know, I know, I just I just think it's it's <laughs> No, I think we live in a world where women have uh ridiculously high expectations yeah. of what they're supposed to be. Um, uh, but I, 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 I'm right there right now too. Yeah. Hey, Sisters, la- ladies. We're with you. Yeah, we're with you. Yeah. Or, or, or at least we'd like to be with, uh, one of us would like to be with you. Yeah. One of, one of us, not me, but I, I'm there with you. I, I want, I want to see you, some, you, you just want to hold their hands. I want to hold their hands. And yeah. I, but then just swipe it away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so well, they, they can just go fuck themselves. Go fuck yourself. Um, no, I, I would love to see some more realistic representations of male bodies in the media. Yeah, well, we, but we, I remember when every sitcom was a fat guy and a hot lady. And a hot lady, yeah. yeah. So I think that was a part of, like, a, a not, <clears throat> it was like a, an unconscious way for the patriarchy to brainwash people into thinking, hey guys. You don't have to give a shit, but ladies, yeah. you have to be hot and climb up on those. And Bilgi is right. Like men are better at being obese. They are. They are. They're, they're they're not usually bummed about it. But I think I think the really obese ones aren't usually bummed about it. But people in our situation who aren't quite obese and mm-hmm. just enjoyed life a yeah. bit too much, neurotic, we can get neurotic comedians who actually get paid for hating themselves, yeah. are just uh, obviously uh, constantly doubting themselves, yeah. and uh, one way of dealing with that is just talking about it in a microphone. Mm. And that's what we do every week. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. New podcast out every Friday. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Australia. Hey, come see us at Rosenberg this Saturday, the 27th, where me and Jonathan and Bilka and Ari Eldjot and Snjólaug and Andri Ivers, am I forgetting anyone? Johanna, jo- Johannes Inge will not be coming, but Johan Alfred will be emceeing. And uh, it will be a wonderful time for all of you people who understand Icelandic. Haha, what a Haha, what a 10 p.m. 10 p.m. on Saturday. Also known as Saturday. Goodbye.
finnur fleiri skemmtilega alvarpstætti á nútímin.is. Takk fyrir að hlusta.